0: Episode 7, take 2 of Off the Tracks. We're your hosts, I'm Kyle. That's Steven across the table from me, as always.
1: Hey guys, uh, do they need to know that? They might as well. Okay.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Take 2.
1: They should just know. Yeah. We're pros. First take is always gold. That's it.
0: You know, actually, I think pros do more than one take. Oh, really? Yeah, Mm. I definitely do. I think they'll run through like maybe two or three. And they'll pick one that they like the most.
1: Eh. They must not be very good, though. Yeah. I mean, if we're putting two in,
0: that's that's pretty good. Yeah.
1: I think. It's like, what, maybe the second time it's ever happened? Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually
0: we get it in first take, so take that however you will. <laughs> um,
1: We just roll with it.
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> You know, hope you guys like the Dwight Yoakam episode. I've heard that it's gotten the most listens out of any of our off the tracks. Episodes.
1: Rave reviews, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> seriously, guys, you don't have to be silent. Let us know what you think of the show Yeah. on Twitter.
1: Yeah, at Off the Tracks Pod.
0: Yeah, just come on. Good, bad, indifferent. What's good?
1: Yeah, hey, I love it. I like it. Yeah. It's okay. You guys should. Hang them up. You know, whatever. Whatever you want to say over at Off The Tracks Pod.
0: We are we are starved for input. <laughs> Hit us up. Yeah. So this week we're covering a band called Every Time I Die and their most recent album, which came out in 2016,
1: Low Teens. Low Teens. Before we
0: get into it, though, I got a song pick.
1: Kyle's got a song pick. Yeah. Kyle. Yes. Kyle does. And it is?
0: It is a song called obsession
2: mm-hmm.
0: by a band called joey wave or joy wave i keep saying joey but it's joey wave
1: i heard a brief clip of it yeah before we hit the record button and i wonder one where did you come up with it
0: um it came up in my youtube recommendations because mm-hmm. uh i liked a song that came out a few years ago by uh joy wave and big data called mm-hmm. dangerous big data big data yeah. okay So I guess Joey Wave came up, Mm -hmm. and they are like, hey, check out this song, and I was like, okay.
1: Why or how did you hear of the original song? Um, They
0: played it on the radio. Okay. I don't remember if it was like a pop station or a rock station, but they played it.
1: From the clip I heard, I hope it wasn't a rock station, because it didn't sound very rocky.
0: No, it it doesn't. That's why I was confused, like, but... it doesn't sound like something that would get played on a pop station either. Really? To me, no. Not like I, a Billboard Top 20.
1: I'm out of touch, so it's hard to say.
0: Could be. You are getting ready to age out. Yeah. You got a couple more years.
1: Of of what?
0: I think it's uh, when you stop discovering new music is 34. Mm. So.
1: I feel like it's been like that for a minute for, for you? me.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm kind of like, hey, I already know who I like and... Uh, They put out records uh, consistent enough to check those out. And that's about it.
0: Uh, I feel like I've kind of branched out as I've gotten older. Mm -hmm. Because it used to be when I was like 16, if it was made after 1978, I wasn't going to fuck with it. (laughs) Um, As
1: you were 16 in the year uh, 2005, (laughs) 2006.
0: Um, Get a little bit older, start getting into the metal, Mm -hmm. modern rock. To that. Then if it
1: wasn't Metallica, fuck off. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know. I made it into the nineties at that <laughs> point. No. <laughs> um but then um uh, then I got into a little bit of country. Now it's like I always joked around that like I didn't get rap music, but by the time I hit thirty, that's probably gonna be the majority of what I listen to. Really? Yeah. Um That's a swerve. Yeah. But um now If I get in the car and drive somewhere, Mm -hmm. it's on 107.9, the beat. You're fucking with me. Nine times out of 10, I'm not (laughs) fucking with you. (laughs) Okay. Like for a little while there, it was like 94.5, 100.5, the pop stations, Mm because I was just so tired of the same eight fucking rock songs. Right. And I can't listen to the country stations because it's, I don't know if you've heard modern country.
1: It's, uh, one positive I can say about it is it's very humorous to me.
2: Yeah.
0: I feel like Nashville is just having one big joke with the redneck community and getting rich (laughs) off of it. Uh Take any contrived fucking stereotype about that way of living Mm -hmm. and somebody's made $2.5 million off of it.
1: Could you say the same slash opposite about uh, your new favorite genre?
0: Oh, rap? Yeah. Oh, they definitely have their fucking cliches, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's money, murder, sex.
1: Uh, I mean, and I get uh, being into rap, sure, there's some good stuff. Yeah. But to me, um, most that I hear are from the radio, and I assume that would be played on the beat, would have no, mm, how do I say this, brain to it?
0: <laughs> um, Some of it doesn't, and then some of it, I'll hear it, and I'm like, okay, that's, that took some thought. That's catchy as fuck. Okay. I don't know, just it's different for me now, you okay. know, so I'm kind of getting into it.
1: Well, uh, I like that. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm going to be that dude that's like 50 going to like fucking college indie shows. Mm-hmm. And they're going to think that they're like I'm the fucking parent of whoever's up on stage <laughs> or something. But um, yeah, so that's where I'm at.
1: Very musically. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, listen to
0: Obsession by Joey Wave joyway fuck Hope you guys liked it. It's uh kind of a ways away from uh what we're covering today.
2: I uh, just
1: uh yeah. just a bit different. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: not, it's not quite a 180, <laughs> but it's definitely like a 75 degree change. Right. Um but like we said, this week we're covering a band called Every Time I Die. It's a heavier band. I don't like to use metal or rock because then you start going off into these little sub branches and it gets ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just say heavy. They're heavy. Yeah. Um, a little brief history on Every Time I Die. Uh they've been around for like twenty one years, is that right? Started in ninety eight.
1: I believe that's correct, yes.
0: Yeah. Um probably got popular early two thousands, I would say. Yeah. When the new wave of American heavy metal hit. But they were more so
1: O three, oh four, five. Yeah, yeah,
0: they they were more so um known for like playing like the punk tours. Like the Chaos Tour, uh, Warp Tour, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you said that they played uh, Warp Tour all the way up to the end of Warp Tour.
1: Yeah, like every year from, I think they joined in '03, some somewhere in there four yeah. maybe, up until last year, 2018, which was the last Warp Tour. Yes,
0: so they're no longer doing Warp Tours.
1: Yeah, um, I'm, I don't know if that's a money situation or a. We don't feel safe in this environment, the uh, situation, kind of, uh, you what know. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, because we live in a different kind of society now, and who knows if somebody might take something the wrong way or get attacked. Well, uh, I've
0: never heard punk ever putting down anything except for the establishment and uh, vices. hmm But I've never been much of a punk guy, so. Right.
1: I think it's more so the crowd, I'm saying. Hmm. Maybe they don't feel safe. Maybe there's just a lawsuit just waiting to happen is what they're thinking.
0: I mean, I feel like, well, you get those waiver on tickets. Like by purchasing this ticket, you agree to terms. Like, hey, we're not liable for this and this and this. Mm -hmm. You know, because wrestling does that.
1: Sure. But Yeah, somebody gets groped. Yeah, It's the end of it. You know, who knows?
0: don't fucking come out of your house then There's <laughs> stuff happening um yeah but do you feel uh you've went to warp tours right uh yes I've never been mm-hmm. did I miss out
1: um I mean if you didn't like any of the bands no okay fair enough all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right so enough. every time I die was there that was cool yeah uh I saw eighteen visions and that was cool
0: the uh the whole like festival
1: beyond that yeah
0: that festival setting just does not appeal to me at all. Mm-hmm. Like you're outdoors, you're, you know.
1: It definitely should have taken place during a much different time of the year, for sure. You're
0: a slave to the elements.
1: I'm way too white to be in the sun for 12 hours.
0: Yeah, I don't know how they didn't have more heat strokes and shit. <laughs> yeah. But Very weird. They made it work with those 5 Because it's like, hey, here's a
1: fucking giant parking lot. So it's this concrete... And sun all day. Yeah, uh, it didn't feel great. No, sounds like a
0: terrible idea. Yeah, but I mean that that makes sense though. That punk would take place in spring or summer. You know, youth, sure, sure. liveliness. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to see a fucking uh, Dave Matthews concert in the middle of fall.
1: Yeah, but I think it would have worked better in fall. Yeah, <laughs> it would have felt a lot better. Yeah, in yeah, probably. yeah. But uh, let's just get- say I wasn't joining into the pit very often. I'm like, it's 90 <laughs> degrees out here. I don't know.
0: I've got to conserve my fluids. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: about to dry-, dry out over here. All right. Let's get off the tracks back on the tracks here. All right. Talk about some every time I die. Okay. All right. Another thing about them is that they've always kind of leaned more towards the punk, but also the longevity. Mm-hmm. 21 years.
1: Uh, that's probably or will be unheard of. For most bands today, I think. Yeah.
0: Definitely. I think most bands they get about ten years and then they're that's if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be five really. Right. Um, but every time I dive kind of once they've got their spot, they've held on to their spot, I feel like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or maybe that's just because I'm in the bubble. I don't know. Maybe. But um
1: But they definitely, you know do the work. They do. You know.
0: They tour nonstop, yeah. which has cost them band members.
1: I would imagine so.
0: Yeah, just their rhythm section, they they always are rotating drummers and basses.
1: Yeah, when they started, it started with the singer and the guitar player. That's your main focus, I think. They're two brothers, Keith and Jordan Buckley. I believe Andy was then brought in, and then the drummer. And they started, right? Yeah. And then from there... They had a bass player. I can't even remember his name because there's been like seven. And they had the same drummer for quite a while, up until what, oh six eight nine. 08, I can't remember.
0: Um, was it New Junk when they got the new one?
1: Uh, I believe so. I think Rat Boy did the recording, but before the album came out, okay, he so was, it was gone. It would have been like 09, 2010. Okay. 2010. Yeah. So he made a pretty good run, but bass players were in and out. Constantly. Crazy, yeah,
0: which is confusing to me because mm-hmm. I feel like with bass players, you got a pretty good gig. You're gonna hang on to it, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh,
1: maybe they just didn't want it as much as the other boys.
0: Yeah, because I've I've heard every time I die, like Jordan will have to put the guitar down, and play a bass at some shows just because they don't have a bassist. Hmm. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then of course they're now on their. One, two, three, third or fourth drummer. hmm So But we're always gonna have that core uh foundation, it seems like, of the brothers and Andy. And I think that's good. You know, now that part think, of the band.
0: Now that I think about it, um I was reading an interview with Andy Williams, the lead guitar player, and um they were asking him like what do you guys do to blow off steam and stuff, and he was you know, he just got into pro wrestling here. And he said, "Yeah, we'll just do our own thing if we uh, are getting frustrated or something." And he only mentioned him, Keith, and Jordan. Hmm. Like Jordan will draw, Keith will write, I'll go work out. But they didn't mention like what the drummer and bassist do.
1: Right. Well, I'm I'm assuming the bass player is probably more, uh, you know, in the family now because it is one of the early bass players that have did come back. And they've all been, like, friends since they were kids. So maybe he's in it for the long haul this time.
0: Okay, I was wondering about that. I was like, I wonder if they just fuck with uh, the bassist and drummers and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like Metallica did. They just fuck with Jason Newstead. Really? Like, savagely back when he started.
1: Hmm. Well, I, as far as I know, at least with the Rat Boy, they're still friends with him. So, I don't know. They just don't like the road, I guess. I guess. Any other historical uh, aspects of the band we're going through here?
0: Um, you, f- you feel like there's anything we left out?
1: Uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, what about, um, what album is this? Number eight?
0: Flow Teens?
1: Yeah.
0: Eight or nine at least, right? Mm-hmm. Let's pull them up real quick and look at it. Um, yeah, eighth, eighth studio album.
1: Okay. So 21 years, eight albums. Uh, what do you think about that? Is that does that line up? What is that? Because like? I was thinking about it earlier, and I was like, "Well, it comes out." Seems like, like there should have been more.
0: <laughs> was that like roughly an album every three years? And you, some change.
1: You're the math guy. You yeah. tell me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what would we say? Eight albums. Yeah. Twenty-one years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Two, three. Because three. Okay. it would be twenty-four if they did. One every three, but they probably took off here and there.
1: Yeah. Most of them were every two years. Yeah. But I think there has been one or two that had a three to four year gap. Of course, we're in almost four years since uh, Low Teens just came out. So, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to jump into the album? Sure. Let's do it. All right.
0: So it came out June 22nd, 2016. Uh, They dropped Coin Has a Say, which uh, I remember hearing it. I think you showed it to me. Probably, yeah. And uh, I wasn't a big fan of Parts Unknown.
1: Uh, Yeah, I will say I've pretty much enjoyed every album. I'm not going to go back and listen to the first one all that much. I said this on the car ride here to you, I think. Uh, Hot Damn still a banger. I like Gutter, but I do think there is some kind of studio problem with that album just you it mentioned before came you out it's wrong
0: overproduced
1: i wouldn't say overproduced it's just it's got a weird sound to it that just I know, it just throws everything off i think the songs are good it's heavy it's good lyrics uh, breakdowns whatever but it's just weird to listen to in some way <laughs> uh what well, was after that big dirty big dirty's great yeah that's a classic um, after that is X Lives new, new Junk, New, new Junk. New Junk, I also like, yeah, I liked X Lives from Parts Unknown. Was the only real lull for me yeah. with the band.
0: I think it was uh, they went through a different producer at that time, right? Wasn't it? Uh,
1: I believe it was the Converge guy yeah. that did it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't remember his name, but the the like brains behind Converge is their guitar player. I can't think of his name, mm. but. He produced it and it sounded a lot like Converge. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: yeah, not what I was wanting from the band. Let's say that. I'll, I'll be a fickle fan like that.
0: But Coin has a say. Mm-hmm. Return to form? I, I would say so. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just amazing. We'll get to that later. I mean,
1: later. there was songs from uh, Parts Unknown that had that sound as well. Not all of it was like Converge esque. Mm-hmm the single for it sounded like the coin has a say almost Decaying with the boys. That's classic e Southern rock, you know, jam like that. And then I the listened to the rest of the album. I was like, Oh, what the hell? Yeah. I don't know. So I, like, mean, I, don't <laughs> remember, I don't
0: remember the damn thing other than like, Oh, this sounds like Converge, and You told me, Oh, well, Converge produced it. It's like, Oh, okay.
1: Right. And I'm sure they love Converge. So there's that too, right?
0: Yeah. Let's get into this bad boy.
1: All right, let's jump in.
0: First track, Fear and Trembling. Go ahead. God, that riff, man. So nasty. Like I said before, it's like a dog, a feral dog backed into a corner, getting Mm -hmm. ready to fucking rip somebody's throat out to get out of that corner.
1: Yeah, I heard that opening. I'm like, I'm all in on this thing. Yeah. That's fantastic.
0: Like, that just grabs you and pulls you in for the rest of the album. I don't know how
1: you play that or what the fuck you're doing with your fingers and what kind of tone or anything, but uh, goddamn, that sounds scary and awesome.
0: A lot of these uh, songs on this album, it seems like he down-tuned his uh, low E to get it so low-sounding, because sometimes it almost sounds like Torch to me.
2: Okay. Which, if you've
0: ever listened to Torch, um, the guitar player drops his low E to the point to where it's almost like hanging off the yeah, the neck. Mm-hmm. But you can still get a sound out of it.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure Andy is a Torch fan, yeah. so that probably makes sense.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've heard him say that, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it seems like with this one, he's hitting that low E and then playing something on the high notes. Mm-hmm. Maybe like two octaves higher. And it's giving it that very wicked and broken sound.
1: Yeah. It's like it's almost unsure of itself. It's just but just fucking evil, and uh, I loved it.
0: It's like a car doing 70 on the interstate with uh, the fucking lug nuts loose on the wheels.
1: (laughs) That is scary.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, but yeah, just, and then it keeps that same pace. It doesn't speed up. It's just this crushing low and Mm -hmm. slow. He's going by that old, like, crowbar motto which is like tune low, play slow, I feel like.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, What about lyrically? Did you get anything from this?
0: Um, You know, I will, I'll go ahead and say it. Keith, great at writing, lyrics. But E-Tid for me is mostly about hearing the band. Mm -hmm. Like I don't pay too much attention to the lyrics other than, oh, that was clever. Right. What about you?
1: Uh, I would guess I'm kind of the same. I guess that's kind of just the um, downfall of a heavier type of music. Because screaming and whatnot. And it's like, you can decipher them. Yes, it's not too, uh, you know, grindcore fucking pig noises and shit that you have no idea what they're saying. I can understand Keith. But also at the same time, it's like, I'm just kind of modishing right now, you know. It does pick up.
0: <laughs> I, I lied. It does kind of pick up in certain places, like uh, around the time when he sang in Heaven's Been Raided, Creator Created. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you'll hear them speeding up on that low E, like dun dun dun
1: dun 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 dun, 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 dun. But I think overall there's a theme of the song that's kind of start-stoppy, kind of yeah. like that beginning riff, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a sprint followed by a stop, mm-hmm. sprint, stop. Uh, it's also got a guest vocalist on here. That it does? uh what is his name he's from the band dead guy
1: it's a singer known as tim singer
0: tim singer (laughs) yeah and um i thought they were peers but it turns out dead guy's been around a hot minute is that true
1: uh i believe you you've got the google machine i thought you did the research
0: no you said that um (laughs) you had told me that they were like big fans of dead guy and i was like oh i thought that they
1: were i'm gonna say i'm gonna throw 95 out there as a guess okay tell me if i'm right or wrong
0: all right dead guy (laughs) The band. Yeah.
1: Not just any old dead guy. I'm
0: going to Google dead guy and be on a fucking watch list <laughs> or something. Um, let's Take a look here. Dead guy band. 93. 93. Yeah. Okay. Just banded in 97.
1: Okay. So right before uh, Every Time I Die yeah. got started. Yeah.
0: So. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking they were just like. Not quite
1: peers. No. No. <laughs>
0: Predecessors.
1: A uh, heavy influence, I would say. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So what did you get from these lyrics? I know you got something.
1: Um, for me, which again, we forgot to talk about the whole issue that was going on during this album. Yeah. Right. With Keith. well,
0: Let's go ahead and talk about it now. Keith uh, was expecting with his wife. Yeah. Uh, then they had some serious complications. Like she was like seven Months into the pregnancy. I believe it was seven months, yeah. Had to be rushed to the hospital. Uh, whatever, we don't really know the procedure. and I couldn't find the mm-hmm. technical terms for it, but whatever it was, it had like a high percentage of fatality rate.
1: Yeah, he talked about it, but he didn't quite explain what it was exactly other than it was a rare syndrome.
0: Yeah. Like apparently, that was fatal
1: most of the time.
0: Yeah. You don't make it, and if you do, you're never the same. Yeah. You're just weak. You're you're done.
1: So this is going on in his life as he is writing this album.
0: Yeah, he uh you told me he actually was in the middle of a show when he got the call, jumped off the show. Like
1: rushed. they were they were definitely on tour, I believe, right? So they had uh fill-ins from different bands be the singer for that night, which was Kind of interesting. I've seen some clips of it, and it's like it's kind of cool. Sound pretty good. Like, like a special, special night if you went and saw. Every time I die, I guess.
0: Every time I die with so and so, Brandon yuri Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I
1: forget all who did it, but I remember seeing different people uh, doing it. It's it's kind of cool, although at the same time I'd be like, "Oh fuck, I came here to see you every time I die," you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Keith is like my favorite singer <laughs> ever.
1: So. But it is kind of cool that uh, those guys would step up and do that and then pretty much know all their songs. So, you know, there's some kind of respect there, right? To I know definitely. the words.
0: Yeah. Or they made them up and nobody noticed.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I do remember seeing one that kind of struggled and forgot some words, but, you know, I mean, it's to not bear. your fucking band, right? So. Um, yeah.
0: You don't want to mention them by name? I don't remember who oh, it was. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, well, I don't want to point any fingers, but it was so-and-so. And, uh. Right. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so you you think that this song has a lot to go with that because
1: fuck every song probably you can pull something out. I think it's always poking its little head in there, right? Because how could it not if you're writing this and that that's going to be the most important thing in your fucking life at that moment, I'm sure. But he's also like, well, I have to write this, but and maybe that was a good outlet for him, obviously, right? So
0: it's definitely a probably a good coping mechanism.
1: But yeah, we're talking about sacrificing a lot. And I was wondering if that was like him talking about uh, maybe sacrificing the band for his situation. You know, he had to leave tour. Uh, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. It, it's hard it, to say. Like we say, he's—I uh, don't know if we mentioned it yet. English guy, yeah. teacher, super smart. He I knows how to sure. right. Let's just put it that. And way. I am too dumb to, uh, you know, really break down his <laughs> lyrics. <laughs>
0: hey, um, you definitely makes sense because after hearing that story of uh he left the tour to be there for his family and you read lyrics or you hear lyrics like i'm sorry it's not right but you were mine sacrifice i was hopeless i was tired and we all killed to survive kill the band so your family can prosper Mm -hmm. um you also mentioned that he was questioned for every song on this album and he had something to say
1: yeah, he gave a few words about each song, basically, right. not a not a real breakdown, but just a quick little. Here you go. Yeah, and read into that if you will. It could just
0: be bullshit. <laughs> but uh, what do you what do you say about fear and trembling?
1: He said, "If you want something bad enough, you must sacrifice the thing dearest to you and expect the impossible in return."
0: I say that's probably the most direct. Uh, statement that he makes about any song on this record
1: mm-hmm. perhaps yeah
0: the rest of them we were you were telling me and i was like i don't fucking get that at all now nah, i think he's just taking the piss
1: <laughs> so what are we british yeah he's taking the piss <laughs> are we done with fear and trembling
0: yeah let's go to uh the next track glitches
1: glitches yeah
0: You know something I just I just noticed with that song right there? Um, and it started with Rat Boy. Okay. But if you ever listen to an Every Time I Die song, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong here, but none of them use the double bass on the drums. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: you're saying Rat Boy did? He didn't. Oh, no. So none of them have. None of them. Okay.
0: It's just a straight single
2: bass drum. Ah,
1: jeez. I would have to sit down with all the records and find out, but you might be right. Yeah, because I, I remember...
0: I r- can't be 100% on it. but I yeah. remember us watching Shit Happens, and we're like, there's no fucking double bass going on here.
2: hmm Yeah.
0: And um, they still don't do it, yeah. to my knowledge. It's just straight, one kick, go.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I will say I enjoyed, of course, uh, all the albums that Rat Boy was involved in. But even they have said, like, I don't know how serious it was in the sense of, like, they might not be a band anymore if they didn't find the right drummer. But they were like, we can't have the same or worse. It has the next drummer has to take the take us to the next level. And I will say I probably picked up on that on the albums after he was gone because the drums did seem a little more uh, intense, I guess, uh, yeah. and fast and, you know, whatever. Rat Boy, not to say was bad, but it seemed more simple in comparison to the later ones.
0: Well, I think with Lager, too, we uh that was the drummer that replaced Rat Boy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Lager, I think was his nickname. Yeah. Um, Saw his tryout or something, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and he didn't do the double bass either. He was just one leg, okay. keeping the beat.
1: One leg for Lager, yeah. yeah.
0: Lager. Lager <laughs> there got the beat.
1: <laughs> so, uh, glitches. Keith said this. A simulation, no matter how convincing, will never be the real thing.
0: Fake is still fake, ladies and gentlemen.
1: That it is. So, what what takeaway do you have for glitches here?
0: Um, the way the song starts, the breakneck pace, um, clever lyrics it sounds like it could fit on any mid-career every time i die album like hot damn gutter um big dirty around that area that era
1: are you saying uh as a bad thing or just hey they have a style they have a style okay it's not
0: a bad thing it's uh it's what people listen for right if they wanted to hear fucking Barry Manilow, they go listen to a Barry Manilow record. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fucking go listen to Every Time I Die and it's like Barry Manilow. You know? no, I would hope not, yeah. Yeah.
1: That would be a mistake.
0: Yeah. Um, something about Keith, we were talking about him being, like, such a good lyricist from mm-hmm. his educational background and wordplay and all that bullshit.
1: Right, right. Um, all that bullshit.
0: The, all that bullshit. I'm too <laughs> dumb to understand. Uh, but um, his lyrics... Um, Go in unexpected places. Like, it's just clever. That's the best way to explain it. It's Mm -hmm. clever. Yeah. Um, Like, one line on this song about the queen. Let me find it real quick. No, I should probably get on the actual song.
1: Frightened of fear, a servant of time. Kidnap the queen, I have angered the hive. Yeah,
0: kidnap the queen. You're thinking royal queen. You're not thinking queen bee. Right. Over here. And I just, I like the way it just goes off in unexpected directions.
1: You're thinking one thing and yeah. he takes you on a swerve. Yeah. Sure. Okay.
0: It's great. Mm-hmm. I can't say any more about it.
1: Um, Didn't have any kind of takeaway from the song itself? Mm-hmm. Uh, no story or anything?
0: No. I think you, uh, you mentioned that no levels, same, same old devils. very, uh, big dirty. Uh,
1: Yeah, that and uh, the uh, It's a Trap, Lay the Bait, Catch the Rat. That seemed like... um,
0: It's very (sighs) Don't Give Up the Ship.
1: I want to say the song, um, maybe No Son of Mine, maybe, I can't remember, but it has a similar pattern of that, and it's like, yeah, it could be on Big Dirty.
0: You said uh, No Son of Mine, now I'm going to have Don't Ever Say Rock and Roll in my head (laughs) for the rest of this episode. Right. Right.
1: Uh, I want to break down that lyric. That was great. Mm -hmm. Great album. Uh, So for me, Glitches was a, I don't know, I, I could just, of course, back to the birthing thing and the whole problem there and hearing him talking about quitting drinking. And that was my takeaway for the song, that that's kind of what it was about, was quitting drinking. Maybe, maybe not. Who's to say? Only Keith can know. (laughs) Only he will know. But with like, so, so long to young love, I've anchored my heart. Farewell to small joys, I've burned down the bar. I mean, there you go. Yeah. I'm grown up. I got a kid. I'm not hanging out at the bar anymore.
0: Can't be a party werewolf anymore. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. They're the only, uh. I'll go ahead and throw this out here. I was looking for a good place to talk about but they're the only metal band I've ever heard do Kimmel. To do what? Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Remember he did his Halloween show, and they were dressed up like werewolves playing.
1: Yeah, playing uh, werewolf. Yeah. Very cool. Jimmy's cool.
0: Kimmel's a a cool dude.
1: (laughs) So track three, C++. Love will get you killed.
0: What are you scared of, Steven?
1: <laughs> ah, a lot of things, my friend.
0: What did uh, what did Keith say? What was his little statement for this song?
1: He says, death is always an option, and sometimes it is even preferable.
0: In what situations do you think?
1: Whew, I don't know oh, what, what, what? suffering, mm. loneliness, mm. getting old.
0: Oh God, going crazy. Ooh. Oh, far more frightening. Dementia in the end. Yeah, going crazy.
1: Yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah, that one. I I would like to avoid that one. That one. Yeah. Out of all of them you listed, yeah, <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> uh, is Alzheimer's running in your family?
1: Uh, I don't know. No one's uh, that old yet. I guess. Okay. Or they, they haven't got them yet. Help at your least grandparents. Uh, I believe the grandpa's in the 80s, so. Still lucid? So far.
0: Still knows who's the best uh, cowboy actor of all time, is? Uh, John Wayne, of course, yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Fuck, uh, what, what, what's the other one? Clint Eastwood? Yeah, fuck him.
0: Yeah, fuck. When he starts saying Clint Eastwood, that's when you guys need to get him Yeah, he's like, you he might have a problem here. Yeah. Oh, uh, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're so wrong. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> like, that would, that would be so funny if he would uh, forget everyone's names, mm-hmm. but he could just point and be like, that's John Wayne. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's like, that's the Duke.
1: <laughs> uh, so, any thoughts about track three?
0: Um, Is this one about his uh, wife, you think? Of course, this whole album has that as, like, the DNA, but I'm saying, like, some songs seem like they have more emphasis over... The situation,
1: yeah, this one, and as you uh, said off record here, um, pedal seemed like the most ones about it, I think. Yeah, because talking about pleading with machines, you know, he's at the hospital for who knows how long during the situation. Um, yeah, I don't know, I assume so. Yeah, did you have any kind of takeaway for it?
0: No, it just seems like he's uh, bargaining in this song a whole lot. Like, he's talking about how he'll uh, eat crow. It don't taste so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, like, as long as I get my family back, like, I'll
1: eat shit. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'm going to go to two minutes in here. Okay. Okay. So, I like this part. Okay. Yeah, I like that song.
2: I love it.
0: <laughs> I know uh, what I said mm-hmm. earlier, but that's because I have a short-term fucking memory loss, and I can't uh, remember what I okay. did two hours ago.
1: Yeah, he's pleading uh, machines. Uh, yeah, he's trying to save his family here. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was my big takeaway for this song, yeah. What What about C++? Well, what, what, what you C think there's anything with plus that? Plus.
0: Uh I don't know. I've been trying to figure that out, like what that means.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I got no clue. I
1: mean, uh, C-section. <laughs> that's a thing, right? When you when yeah. you give birth. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that's what that means. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Good, <laughs> yeah. good I, I, reach. I, t- I, I tried. You I don't know? think you caught anything. <laughs> but. I was I was putting the big net out there. Didn't catch much, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, number four is Two Summers. Oh, hell yeah. And he says... If you saw me in your future, you're not looking at the right future.
0: That's made louder, right? You start hitting that wood and it's all resonating. Right. You're trying to make it echo out. Uh, This song... Got a very I don't know if you've noticed with them. Like some of their songs have like a very uh Wild West like feel to them.
1: Wild West? Yeah.
0: Like this song, it's got a very roguish charm to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess. Yeah. You hear it though? Like a fucking outlaw feeling to it?
1: Uh yeah, I, I don't know. Outlaw, I mean I just hear Southern, right? I don't I don't know. Outlaw. Well, that's kind of big of you, but whatever. <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
0: uh, but um that opening I, yeah, sorry. The opening guitar part there reminds me of a band called the Refused.
1: The Refused. Yeah. What have What have they done?
0: You know, they uh, they had that one hit. Fuck, I can't remember. It was on Crank.
1: Are they the band with the album, The Shape of Punk to Come, yes. or whatever? Yeah. I feel like they're highly overrated, but that's just me. I
0: mean, I would be bold enough to call them New Noise. Is the song? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of New Noise. Um. I think they're one hit Wonders. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. That was like their one hit.
1: But everyone seems to love that band and love that album. It's just that song. But I'm like, eh, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, weren't they? Uh, Doesn't do much for me. When we went to that one club in Covington to see Gaslight the first time, mm-hmm. wasn't the Refuse like painted up on the wall and shit?
1: Uh, I do not recall.
0: I want to say they were, and I was like,
1: But I'll go with it. Yeah.
0: They only have like one good song. You mm-hmm. should probably put fucking Gaslight Anthem on every wall in here. <laughs>
2: Um,
1: or Every Time I Die.
0: Or Every Time I Die. Yeah. They're too big for that place. They're too awesome.
1: That'd be pretty sick to see them there, though.
0: They would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Those small menus are the best. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah. And this is, uh, you really get to see uh, Keith's storytelling come through. In songs like these, where he's, like, singing and not screaming, going with the beat, he's telling a story.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Like, I Widowed Every Woman from the Waitress to the Queen. Like, fucking Popper to the high level there (laughs) you
1: know what i'm saying uh yeah i think so yeah
0: and then here's some more of his unexpected shit okay like wedlocks been in and out of wedlocks with an exoskeleton key Mm -hmm. um locks wedlocks you don't think of a door lock right and exoskeleton kind of harkens back to the queen Mm -hmm. in the last song pissing off the hive and glitches See what I'm saying there?
1: I do, yeah. Um, What did the song do for you? Anything uh, lyrically other than, is it just a fun little story or? Lyrically? Man, it's just a fucking fun song. I mean, you heard that little clip I played. It's a fucking. That's just a tease because the song is a meta.
0: Yeah. There's a one part in the song that you've been throwing around Southern rock a whole lot. Oh, yeah. And I'll say I don't really see them as Southern rock ever. Really? Like, here and there, they'll have little tinges, mm-hmm. but they're not singing about working the fucking, you know, getting tied to the whipping post and getting beat by daddy.
1: Well, definitely not lyrically, but musically. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's, maybe what, a little, that's, that's a little, what I'm talking about. Maybe a little twang in
1: I mean, they had a song with a fucking banjo in it on another album, I mean. Okay, fair
0: mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. <laughs> but they're from New York.
1: Yeah, that's always been the weird part for me. It's like, uh, they're playing southern riffs better than... Southerners, yeah. I think. Yeah. You, well,
0: I don't know about all that <laughs> shit, but you're basically from <laughs> fucking.
1: Maybe they're trying to warm up those cold winter nights I, in Buffalo.
0: I guess you're practically fucking Canada. <laughs> uh, but holy shit, down where he starts singing about the part where he's, God, uh, what is it? Look at what Shine did to you. Yeah, I knew I was alive because I didn't want to die anymore. Mm-hmm. Andy comes in with that guitar riff. Yeah, it is. So,
1: you got a timestamp? Maybe I can find it. Oh here.
0: my god, I don't have a timestamp. I wish I did. I'm gonna try to
1: hit it. Okay, I'm trying to hit it. All right, that? that right there. Yeah, holy shit!
0: So, so Seriously. Well, cowbell in there? Uh The cowbell too. They yeah. they do like their cowbell. But uh that riff, man, sweeter than fucking iced tea on a hot Alabama afternoon.
1: <laughs> you finally got your shit out. I got my shit. I'm in. happy for it. I'm happy too,
0: because I, I think that's what fucked me up the first take. Because yeah. we got to like pedal, and I was like, "Where's that guitar riff? I've been looking everywhere for that guitar riff." <laughs> And you're like, oh, dude, that was back in two
1: summers. Yeah.
0: I was just like, fuck this show. I'm over it.
1: Um, So did you have any, we should probably ask this like every song, I guess, but any favorite lines or? Um, Probably the in and out wedlock
0: with an exoskeleton key mm-hmm. is my favorite line. Any
1: honestly. particular reason other than, I guess, the explanation that you already gave?
0: No, I think my, <laughs> my explanation was sufficient. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I just really, like, I won't be here for that hangover, but I come running to raise a glass. Why? I don't know. It just sounds cool.
0: Um. Well, it's uh, talking about fair weather friends, I guess, right? Like, they'll party with you, but, man, you're down. You're alone.
1: Mm. That's sad. That is my life. Hmm. Sorry. I do, like, 2.30 into the song. I'm going to play it. Okay, play it. Maybe that's why I like the line, just because it's in a really fucking cool part of the song. It could be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe it ain't the line at all. Yeah. Um, what's that one song of theirs? Um Is it board stiff? Has like a real fucking southern vibe to it.
1: Oh, I don't know. I think that would be on your least favorite album, so maybe not.
0: Oh, weird. Okay. What are you saying? Um
1: Isn't that on gutter?
0: Is it on gutter? I thought, I so. thought it was on last night in town. Ooh. I don't know. At the look, that hot oh, damn, hot damn. Uh, Anywho, doesn't matter. It's not important. But they like their cowbell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, they do. Uh, number five is called "Awful Lot," and Keith said this. At what point did I lose my way? That's it.
0: <laughs> play a little bit of it. Play the play the intro to it. All right. Keep playing a second that's Torch right there.
1: Mm. Keep playing. The the that sounds like fucking well coming down on a ship.
2: <laughs> so heavy.
1: Yeah, that's definitely uh, torched influenced I think. Yeah. I can definitely see that, or hear that, I guess. Uh, so, what was your takeaway for this song? It's about getting
0: old. Is it? Yeah.
1: You're still in my thing.
0: I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you see it, though, or do you get it now? I get it now, after you pointed it out. Why don't you point it out to the listeners and stuff?
1: I mean, the main lyric for me of why I said that was the one where he says, I went missing on the roads that wind through the corners of your eyes. And Crow's that is feet. called what again? Crow's feet. Yeah. Getting old. Yeah. I got them. It is what it is.
0: You got them?
2: Yeah. Do you really?
0: I'm old.
1: Do I got them? Yeah. Do yeah, I there really? they are.
0: Do I really? I've had them, though, for a minute. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's the thing about going bald, see? I'm already going to look 35. <laughs> and I'm I'm going to stay I'm going to stay looking that mm-hmm. way.
1: I look like I'm 20, but I got almost full head of gray hair.
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of in though, you know. Is it? Like Daenerys Targaryen got that platinum shit. Okay. Pretty hot there for a minute. Okay, cool. So you're just, you just you like pepper to that salt, you know. I'll be alright. Very good. Uh but yeah, we had such promise until we broke our promises.
2: Mhm.
1: You want to talk about the line you brought up earlier where we used to talk to God with acid on our tongues? Yeah. We were divine when we were drunk.
0: Maybe that's what it was, acid of uh, alcohol.
1: Before the world put out the fire and fed us crumbs.
0: Hmm. I wonder what that means.
1: Uh, The fire that you have when you're 20 in the year 2000 and you're excited, right? Then they put out the fire and they feed you shit.
0: Mom, well, how about that? I would rather have crumbs.
1: Oh, what about the thing <laughs> though? Um, maybe this is a nice little tie-in. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach again, see if I get anything. Okay. Uh, we used to talk to God, right? Mm-hmm. And then he comes in with uh, putting out the fire and getting fed crumbs, crumbs, those little crackers that they do at the church thing. Communion. Yeah. Stop. How about that? Got anything?
0: Huh you were young you're down with the devil <laughs> right. when you get a little bit older you're looking for that forgiveness <laughs> right, right i got you
1: but yeah this to me yeah like kyle said all about getting older maybe losing touch with friends and fun and yeah None just, of them, just no a sad life calls
0: and stuff yeah, yeah. um
1: yeah, no one has taken my calls anymore. I can never get through. Acknowledge me, you motherfuckers. I am cold and blue.
0: Um, so. I like that Barbarians is used a lot in this because it fits with that fucking low guitar sound. Mm-hmm. Just that clubbing, clubbing sound.
1: Or maybe, uh, you know, when you were young, uh, again, with this line, uh, I don't know if it's got anything to do with young, necessarily but guard yourself with laughter numb the meaning with the word well, what about that but well, that's just kind of me guard young you. or old because I just laugh about everything really guard yourself
0: with laughter read it to me one more
1: time barbarians guard yourself with laughter okay. numb the meaning with the word I got you. barbarians we tamper with a down machine but know it cannot work okay
0: futile that's what you're saying
1: Sure That's exactly what I'm saying Yeah I got it Yeah and then Like I kind of touched on He goes into Why can't it be the year 2000 I'm assuming he was uh, Much younger In the year 2000 And this band was just getting started Yeah They're probably doing their first tour Maybe Yeah he's probably like First album Or 20 21 They're getting stoked Gonna have fun
0: They're not even that old though
1: In the year 2000 When he was dumb enough to truly believe in the year 2000 when having nothing meant having everything.
0: He's only, what?
1: I believe he's 36, 37. He's 40. What? Mm-hmm. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, but still, like, this came out, what, four years ago? Mm-hmm. He's only 36. Okay. He wasn't old.
1: Maybe that's where I came up with 36. I just read about the album coming out.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't old, though. That's the, That's the thing.
1: Uh, I mean, I feel it, though. I'm 32, you know.
0: I feel like people should quit fucking worrying about getting old until they're actually old.
1: Yeah, I don't... Not to say that I feel old or anything like that. It's just that the life around I mean, me feels older and boring. Because yeah. everyone doesn't want to party, you know, beyond 11 p.m. or whatever. Or even hang out all that frequently whatsoever.
0: Well, I think it's too because uh, we're in that area of the country where people tend to settle down younger. It's a shame. It's in their ways. Like if you were in New York, I guarantee you would have no problem finding people hang out with you till dusk. <laughs> you know, California, same thing. Uh-huh. But you live in, you know, little.
1: Maybe until dawn, you mean?
0: Yeah. Dust, well, no, I mean, you keep partying until the next Oh, dusk. shit. Because <laughs> uh, there's going to be some drugs, Steven. i,
1: I got to get to Buffalo.
0: Uh, <laughs> Buffalo's a fucking shithole. <laughs> um, did I already say that already? <laughs> no, that was the old take, wasn't uh,
1: it? Maybe. I can't remember. Nah, they, they've kind of ran together for me now.
0: Fuck it. Let's talk about Buffalo for a minute. Okay. Yeah. I'd go to Buffalo for one thing. The um, Wing Festival. Oh. Yeah.
1: The one from uh, Big Lebowski?
0: No, it's from Osmosis Jones.
1: Osmosis Jones. I yeah. forgot. The, there was movies being discussed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Zach, the uh, unofficial third member of the Boar brand. Right. Uh, the mascot, if you will, mm-hmm. um, said that Osmosis Jones, the movie, was responsible for the Buffalo New York Wing Festival becoming a real thing.
1: And was that a fact? I don't know. Did you Did you look into it or just take it at face value?
0: I took it at face value. Oh, he no. seemed very, very earnest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Buffalo As he always does, he's a he's a great boy.
0: Festival <laughs> September fifth to sixth twenty twenty. Let's let's look at this real quick. Let's see uh, the National Buffalo. It's been being held for seventeen years. That coincides with Osmosis Jones. Hey, it was inaugurated in two thousand and two. Called the Wing King by Buffalo News. Holy shit! It was said to be modeled. Said to have modeled the event on a fictitious festival from the two thousand and one movie *Osmosis Jones*. Hmm, interesting. Little bastard was right. (laughs) Uh, But let's get back to Buffalo, New York, shall we?
1: Yeah. Okay. I would probably go to Tid the season.
0: Tid the season. What's that?
1: Are the every time I die Christmas shows?
0: Well, this is New York. Tell me about Buffalo, motherfucker. I don't care about New York. Where is my Buffalo? There it is. Buffalo, New York. Second largest city in U.S. state? In the U.S. state of New York. Okay. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. It's the second largest city, man.
2: Mm. <laughs> it's
1: that? not quite as shitty as I thought.
0: Well, no, I'm sure it's still pretty shitty. Let's take a look here. <laughs> um, Buffalo City Hall, under construction. God, even the buildings are ugly. Um Hmm. <laughs> Architecture, climate, humid climate. I don't like humid. Demographics: Half the people are white, 38% are black, Hispanics are 10.5, Asians are 3.2. Why is this still a thing? Um, crime: Their crime rate is higher than the national average. Um, 31 in 2015, 41 murders, thousand robberies, 1640 assaults. It's not too bad. Um, they're the fifteen worst in the na- worst in the nation. So I guess they're not that bad. I mean, they're no fucking Baltimore. Right. You know, so maybe I was a little unnecessarily hard on them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh music. Every time I die is the the biggest band they ever come. I'm just kidding.
1: Probably though. Right. Probably.
0: Probably, yeah. Um uh, all right. Let's get back on track here.
1: All right. Uh number six. Uh, did you say anything about awful lot? That was the old one. Age, blah blah yeah, blah. I took yours, to remember it's okay. about getting old. Yeah. Uh, number six is I didn't want to join your stupid cult anyway.
0: Yeah. What did uh what did Keith say about this one?
1: He says, When people want to better themselves, the first step they should do is to leave me behind. So who do I abandon when it is my turn to ascend?
0: What do you think he means by that?
1: He seems to have a lot of uh what is it like self loathing uh, am i right there that that's a thing right yeah, no? <laughs> yeah. oh yes um uh it's like uh because the first thing you should do is uh leave me behind and the other one he talked about um what was it
0: sorry which song was it
1: Uh, if you saw me in your future, you're not looking at the right future. Um, Uh,
0: Maybe it's, uh, he could just be talking about the music he makes. Go on. Just think about it. Um, people age out of music. It's true. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to be, well, you could be, I'm not going to say, but you're not the norm being a 45 year old adult listening to, uh, you know, the newest teeny bopper out there
1: right you might
0: you might be but you're not the norm mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's geared towards like teens early 20s
1: well they're in their 40s now and they're making this music so
0: yeah. i don't know maybe he's talking about that though like fans grow up and move on mm-hmm. parties over get more serious okay trade in their etid for their npr
1: <laughs> no thanks uh did you have any takeaway for this song uh, and do you want to join a cult? No. Okay.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> what about you? You ever thought about joining a cult?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I have. Really? Which one? Um, Just any of them. Just the first one that asked first me. First one
0: that asked me. Like anybody can have me, really. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I got to, nothing to do. <laughs> I,
0: I need friends. And I need to be taught how to think.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite cult?
0: My favorite mm-hmm. cult? Uh, Scientology.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Not a religion. Really? It's bullshit.
1: Is it? Yeah. I mean, that could be said about, I don't know, all of them. Um, But,
0: all of them, but Scientology is probably the worst one. Why? Just everything. Like pulling people away from their families. Mm -hmm. The money thing. You got to pay this much to get to this. It's just a pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. Came up by a science fiction artist or author. Hmm.
1: Same writer of the Bible, or no uh, <laughs> good job there. Thank you. Um, what about uh paying all this money at any church though?
0: Well, most is voluntary at a church, right?
1: Sure, but is it voluntary, but also with the added, like, hey, we're watching, so and also your neighbor's watching, so you're gonna look like a fucking bum yeah. if you don't at least put a dollar on that fucking plate?
0: I mean. If you're feeling that way, you're probably going to the wrong church because that's not a very Christian thing to look down on somebody for that.
1: Mm. I feel like they're the ones that do it the most out of any of them. But and then they're bad at it. Yeah,
0: they should probably find a different religion. Ooh, like what? I don't know. Mm. Probably Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> they can have all the fucking derps.
1: Right. Give uh, us Tom Cruise, favorite, National Treasure, favorite cult. <laughs> um, what were they called in Waco?
0: Uh, fixer Davidians, upper, the fixer upper cult. I don't know.
1: Davidians, I think. Is
0: that right? Yeah, so I was I'm making a it. joke there. You know, chip and join the games, but obviously you don't watch HGTV.
1: I haven't. I'm sorry. I'm. Oh, it's okay. I, I'm not in my 40s.
0: Um. Neither am I. Neither is the target demographic. So suck it.
1: Mm-hmm. Who is?
0: Hmm? People. Uh, 30 to 39. Really? Yeah. 39.8. Mm-hmm.
1: They're nine point eight.
0: So they're not in their forties. Mm-hmm. So i win this argument.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't seen any proof other than your words, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Vidians, probably. The
0: Vidians. Okay. You you big on that Waco thing. Huh?
1: That Waco is cool, man. Yeah. Well, it wasn't cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so interesting. Um, but it was wild. I kept making jokes about it when Tara was going down to um see some friends in Austin. Because mm-hmm. Waco's like a stone's throw away or something like that.
1: <laughs> stone's throw away? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Uh, Unless your stone throwing abilities are up there.
0: Yeah. Well, hers is. <laughs> <laughs> she casts plenty of stones at me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she was like, Yeah, we're going to go to the Waco. I was like, Well, watch out for Colts when you get down there. Mm-hmm. Just goes right over her head. She didn't she laugh. She didn't me. get it? Now, that or just wasn't that funny of
1: a joke. Wow. Hmm. You are just trying to watch out for her I was Jesus Um Blah 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 So What was the song about? Stupid cult
0: cool? Yeah It's about people that um, You know They don't want to think They want someone to think for them Teach them how to breed mm-hmm. Don't let them think Okay There you go That's what that's about Alright I'll
1: go with it I guess Because I got nothing other than, it's about trying to live in normal society. I guess.
0: You think so? Maybe. Mm.
1: I don't know. I- I'm reaching. We're I'm gonna trying. Get,
0: we're gonna get carried away.
1: We're gonna get carried away. Where do you see that at?
0: It's a uh, one of the lyrics on the song. Like we're gonna get carried away. We're gonna get carried away. We're going to get carried away.
1: Oh, I see it now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number seven, It Remembers. It's a banger. I'm sure you want to hear a clip of that, right? Yes. We didn't play Colt, but... So good. So is that your favorite song on the album? It is. Number seven. Yeah. It remembers.
0: Yeah. Um, that opening riff reminds me of um uh, Sleep the band, uh Sleep's Dragonaut song. Yeah. You ever heard it?
2: I I have, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. A time or two. A time or
0: two? <laughs>
1: Alright, all right. It so it's um there's that clutch song, right? And it sounds a lot like that song too.
0: Probably. I can't think of what it is though. Mm-hmm
1: i can't remember but i wonder who ripped off who or if it was intentional or what because it's very very close
0: they probably ripped clutch off because or who sleep ripped clutch off or i'm asking who's i don't ripping know ripping who off That's um, I'm asking. <laughs> was it an old clutch album
1: it's pretty old yeah
0: because sleep i think sleep predates clutch okay yeah let me look this up
1: does dragonite though should okay
0: Let's see how long sleep's been around here. Uh, nineteen ninety, mm-hmm. so and then Holy Mountain, which has Dragonite on it, came out in nineteen ninety
1: two. Pretty sure Clutch is in the same area though, time T- time frame wise.
0: Clutch band, they started ninety one.
1: Like I said, it's pretty close. It's like a stone's throw away. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Careful with those cults.
1: Uh, anyways, back on track to it. Remembers. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us about this. What you thought about it.
0: Uh, my All favorite track.
1: Besides sleep reference there.
0: It's just so uh, desert sounding. Like it sounds like Queens of the Stone Age. Some areas, Caius. Mm-hmm. Um. And I like Brandon Urie singing on it. You do. I think he adds to it. Big,
1: yeah. big panic fan.
0: Uh, no. no, I like this song though.
1: I like that one song that I had on a forty-five that I could slow it down. Oh, the Green Gentleman it sounded pretty cool, slow.
0: Yeah, I remember you used to play it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, to the point everyone would get fucking annoyed.
1: Yeah, I was a big fan of the slowed-down version of what, the Green Gentleman.
0: <laughs> what did uh What did Keith have to say about it? Remembers.
1: He says the universe has your record on file. Do you think that means anything to what you took away from the song?
0: I don't know. Probably, probably heaven won't let me in. I took my medicine. Salt water couldn't quench my thirst at the fountain. Like the water's there, but you can't drink it. That was a line from another song or another song on this record, right?
1: Uh, close to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then they're reverencing the, the desert as well, like it snuck up like a desert wind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what, do, what do you take with the um, I want oblivion all the time?
0: Um, probably just having a death wish.
1: Hmm. Why? Yeah. How? Why?
0: Uh, just being a party animal, um, living fast.
1: Okay. What about, um, we come together and we're overwhelmed by the loneliness.
0: Two lonely people, hmm. you know, putting them together, you just have more loneliness. That's sad. Yeah.
1: Uh, what about, I thought I settled my debts that night on the ride home, but I still got hell to pay. There's a cool line.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's, uh. He thought he made peace, so he you know, get in the door. But they told him he's not allowed in.
1: Guess not, huh? Yeah. Um, ba-ba-ba. Yeah, again. Uh, let's talk about, like, the diversity of just the band or this album, really. I mean, there's a lot of fast, heavy ones, but... I mean, you go from glitches to fucking um, Two Summers, right? Yeah. Then you go from... I don't want to join your stupid cult anyway. To this, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's you, exactly. you don't hear a lot of that.
0: It seems like they experimented a lot here and there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I always thought that maybe Andy—that's
1: always been kind of their thing, though. As a, as a band, I think
0: was that sprinkling in new stuff.
1: Uh, I mean, any is any of this new really?
0: Uh, it, it just
1: seems them. like a. Like a big mash of everything they've ever done. Like a melting pot? Yeah.
0: I've never heard a song like this one. Really? Hmm. You
1: gotta listen to more E-Tid. I guess so. okay hey, get out there. Open up your ears. Open up Ooh, your mind, can you, man. Can you name one? Uh, I would have to look around, but there's definitely one out there. Okay. I'll believe it when I hear it. You'll believe it when I play it for you. Okay. All right. Uh, You done with It Remembers over here? Yes. There's no change oh, in your mind that Brandon is.
0: Yuri should be full-time, and every time I die. Hmm.
1: I thought he was kind of pointless.
0: Note yeah, well, up, why?
1: Uh, he and Keith just sounded very similar, and it was almost like, I mean, if you paid him, especially, no thanks.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't pay him.
1: But, yeah, if he's a buddy, which I know he is, and he happened to be in the same city they were recording, and it's like, yeah, he's got a big following. Yeah, why not? Not to say use your friend, but you know what I mean.
0: Oh, you're saying they put him on here to get the rub?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna argue against it, and I'm not gonna argue for it.
0: I think they just like putting um these guys that aren't associated with the genre on here.
1: Yeah, maybe just uh people being like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Also, maybe someone is gonna YouTube Brandon, right? Because I'm a teen girl and I like Panic at the Disco. I'm gonna find it remembers by every time I die. I don't think you would. No? No. Why not?
0: We'll try it. Google uh, Brandon yuri on YouTube. Google him on YouTube.
1: Google him on YouTube. Do it. All right, I will. Okay. You hold the show down while I do this.
0: All right. So, hey, I hope you guys are liking the show so far. Steven's over there getting ready to get fucking owned because he's going to Google Brandon Urie on YouTube. That's right, Google on YouTube. <laughs> and, uh... Instead of getting hit with the, uh, it snuck up like a desert wind. Looks like the second
1: post on here. He's going to
0: be like, look, mom, I made it. I see it. I want it. I take it.
1: Looks like the second thing that comes up.
0: That's probably because it's going off your algorithm.
1: Well, maybe. It's Brendan Urie versus original singers, Disney song battle. And then every time I die, it remembers featuring Brendan Urie. And then Taylor Swift, me featuring Brendan Urie.
2: Oh.
0: That's pretty crazy, man. Taylor Swift and every time I die. Who would have thought it?
1: I mean, it has uh, one point three million views on YouTube.
0: What's that? It remembers. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, just take. It's a there?
1: little less than Taylor Swift. How much here? you got? uh looks like two hundred eighty-four million.
0: Oh wow! You yeah. know who's got more than that? Who? Post Malone. Does he? Yeah. And no, no, sorry. The weekend.
1: Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, where were we? I think we're on number eight. Pedal. Pedal. Let's check it out. Crazy open, huh?
0: Probably the heaviest, both uh, musically and lyrically. On the album? On the album, yeah.
1: Yeah. um, Going back to the baby... And mommy issue, yeah. This one and C plus plus were the top two that were about that. I think, or at least that's my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Everything's black. He's fucking pissed. Uh, what's the rest of the lyrics here? It's the purest of drugs.
0: Um, death. We're talking about death, of course. Mm-hmm. This is everything at once. What if meaning never comes. Um, what if I was just someone to fuck? You know. What if having this baby is just pointless? in the grand scheme of things.
1: Perhaps, yeah. Uh Maybe committing suicide. I don't know. With yeah. a, I better warm up my gun in case love is not enough. What haven't I done? What have I done to deserve this, right? they do something wrong, not do yeah. enough. Uh, you know,
0: who knows? He is. He's on the brink in this song.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, of course, with the ending, untimely, ripped into this world, premature birth, I Was Born Again as a girl I had a daughter. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Same DNA, baby.
0: We are one. <laughs> you are me, I am you. Uh Yeah. Definitely the uh, apex as far as the theme of this album. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh, and Keith says, there are no answers in hell. That was his response about this song. So, what do you think about that?
0: I think it's meaning like, well, yeah. Probably shouldn't kill yourself. Then not gonna get those answers
1: Mm -hmm. because you go to hell if you do that. Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) According to Catholics,
1: right? Um, Maybe it's more of a the hell as in he was living in a hell during this thing. So whatever your situation is, could be the hell, and maybe there's no answers or rhyme or reason why this shit is happening. I agree. How was that? So that' good. So deep. <laughs> uh, number nine. The coin has a say. Uh, Keith says, a weak man cannot plead his case with a hungry animal. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay, number 10. What no. <laughs> uh, What'd you think about this jam? Oh, my God. Where this was the lead single, I guess, you know before the album dropped.
0: You know, it doesn't necessarily have a super positive message to the song, but it's
1: definitely a pick-me-up from pedal. Uh, like... Definitely not lyrically, I don't think, no, but, but it's, musically, um, because it's a little lighter, and yeah. I was imagine the subject is a little lighter, of course, but and it's got a rocking ending, which I wish I had the timestamp for that because it sounds really cool. But you know, the part with the Metallica line and all that, yeah, kind of the breakdown ish Metallica kind
0: of without the drugs, yeah, boom, boom.
1: Uh, any takeaway from this song for um. you?
0: I think it's Are you going to steal
1: my theory again? What's that? Well, I'm not going to tell you. I'll see what you say.
0: Well, you go on and say it. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, so I was wondering, is this the hidden banger on the album?
1: Is a hidden banger?
0: The hidden one. Yeah, like the sleeper.
1: I don't know. It's the first single, so I don't know if it's Probably hidden. Probably not then, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, at that point where he goes, I'm standing in the way again. Mm-hmm. And just the way the entire song, everything fits right and it sounds perfect.
1: Right. Uh, I'm standing in the way again. Where is that line? Okay, I see it now. I can't see the road ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That part right there. You like it?
0: I love that part. Yeah.
1: I like the part later on where he's like, you know, the now I, that I'm yours, he keeps saying that, and then the go ahead and save me, go ahead, where he's just like talking kind of at that point. Yeah. With the, with the cockiness almost, whatever. There. I like when he does that in songs. Oh,
0: yeah. I love his cool. smart ass charm. Yeah.
1: Like a charming, sarcastic asshole. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. He's the best.
0: He's such the best. <laughs> He's such the best. He's such the best.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, so what was your theory on this one? Uh,
0: I forgot. Mm.
1: Other than it's the hidden banger and something about the I'm standing in the way again.
0: Oh shit, I never looked at this again. It's this talking about them. Never mind, that's your theory. Hmm. I'm not going to steal it. Go ahead. I'll add to it. Uh, The fans? No, just your theory about what this song is about.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was about the fans. That was was my theory.
0: I thought it was like, uh, well, I thought you said before, like, this is about them going back to the beginning, being new Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. You didn't? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I could see that because they're like unbroken, unscarred, back ain't weak, hands ain't hard. Mm -hmm. It's the first night in town, our first night in town. It's fresh.
1: Well, mine was, uh it's about the fans, and you mentioned the first Night in Town, uh the, their first album, Last Night in Town, right? Yeah. I thought that was just kind of a weird little throwback to that. And, you know, what, uh, it being about the fans, uh fickle fans. Uh, you know, you can never please on demos better, blah, 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 just because you try something new. Or just put out a new album. Sometimes it, they can sound the exact same to me. Sometimes and people are still like, well, "It's new, it sucks." Yeah, it's right? terrible. So it's like, not all them yours. Discover me, unbury me, amaze me. You know, because you we own the band. You know, whatever. So hey, go ahead and amaze me with your fucking shit,
0: right? Yeah, your bullshit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm trying. I'm trying, trying, trying to dig something out of. It. I can see it. And he's talking about uh, self-love and so much hate. Uh, fuck these people. Fuck this place. <laughs> you know, I don't
0: know. He's bipolar.
1: Maybe. Rain. Um, you're done with uh, number nine here.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to move on to religion of speed. Religion of speed. Always forget about that opener. I I'd, I'd probably let like it keep playing but You wouldn't keep playing it? I probably would, yeah. Really? It didn't even pick up yet, no. No.
1: Oh, you wanna keep keep going?
0: I'll figure no. <laughs> it See when I remember this song I always remember it as that's the opener, not that slow build with the guitar and Right. Yeah. Um
1: what'd you think about this song? Um especially now that you remember it has this open. <laughs>
0: um it's good, but I I have a tendency with albums. hmm Like I'm worn out by track like nine or ten. Okay. Like so I'm, you
1: so you're the reason that I can't have longer albums now?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Because I get I get bored.
1: Hmm. I put her out. Really? Yeah. I can't get bored with this album though. It's been out what four years now almost? hmm I can still throw it on and I'm like, fuck. Yeah.
0: I don't know how I would. That's feel an about album. Because um, I listen to it all the time back in my old truck, but now I don't have CD player, so I don't know.
2: hmm
1: Well, you listen to it today, right? Yeah,
0: but <laughs> I usually like to be doing something when I listen to music, mm-hmm. so I can't just sit still and just listen. Very rarely, I'll have like somebody I can listen to without doing anything and just be like enthralled in it. Okay. And plus it,
1: and plus it sounded
0: a lot better in my truck than it did on my, you know, computer.
1: Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you got to get some nice headphones. I guess some Beats. Eh. Are they not very good? I didn't like them. I found one uh, pair the other day. I gotta get them eventually because they sounded fucking amazing. Were they Bose? No, they were not Bose. It's something like Anchor Sound Force or something like that. Yeah, they're wireless, but also you can put the wire in it if you want to. Where are they at? Uh, Wally World. Okay, how much? Fifty nine bucks.
0: You know, really, that's not which that is
1: bad. a still compared to the Beats that you mentioned. Yeah, that's like, or the Bose. It's like a third of those. Yeah. So I threw those on They had the little display You know Try I'm on gimmick mm-hmm. And I was like Holy fuck This sounds amazing I Did wouldn't you, listen to this music That's the sample But it, Post it Post sounded great it, I, it sounded like generic Like I don't know What the fuck it was yeah. But what if It sounded was, great
0: What if it was the music You were in love with And not the sound
1: Yeah that could be it I'm gonna have to find out Who that was <laughs> But no it sounded great
0: It's like such a fucking twist and make a M. Night Shyamalan movie look like a straight plot wouldn't it
1: <laughs> and the noise cancellation fantastic really barely headed up you know this is during Black Friday I'm checking it out right couldn't hear a peep in the store are you serious because I'm listening to this
0: oh my god I gotta get some of those for the gym so when I'm trying to like do my cardio and stuff listening to podcasts I don't hear a guy in the weight room going ugh <laughs> right ugh, just humping the weights I, I wear there.
1: headphones at the gym too and I still, like, they play music and yeah. there's TVs yeah. and all the shit going on. I'm like, I can still yeah. hear all this. You I don't want treadmill to. Motor yeah, motor
0: going while you're listening and yeah. it's a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah. Uh, any more to say about religion of speed? Have we even said anything about it yet? We haven't said much. No. Keith said, make everything remarkable. We think about that.
0: Yep. Yeah. If you're going to do it, put everything you have into it. Don't half-ass it.
1: But well, that was kinda of my note too. It was just just do it. <laughs> Be like Nike. <laughs> because let me see why. Um ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Yeah, if you if you can talk, say it. <laughs> do what it? Oh. So if you got anything, say it. Um I'm another thing there. another thing
0: about this track was uh it felt like it could have belonged on Big Dirty as well. For me. Do you see it?
1: Uh yeah, perhaps, yeah. I mean any uh, almost any of the songs could almost be on any of the albums.
0: That's ah, a stretch. I don't know about that. Really? They definitely have changed their sound a little bit.
1: Very little. Mm, Not to it, say it's all the same and I'm fucking bored of it. No. They've just always been good. Yeah,
0: they they <laughs> tweak it and they're the Chris Jericho of uh, heavy bands.
1: Right, right. Yeah. All right,
0: they yeah. retool it just enough to keep you interested but they keep the, you know, the spirit there whole and alive. You found it yet? I'm drowning over here. I'm trying, man. Okay. Oh, I really like this line. My flower in your barrel hasn't stopped to slaughter yet.
1: Uh, Any kind of meaning
2: for you? It just
0: seems like it shits on the whole hippie movement.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, because you ever see that video of, like, them going up to the rifle and putting a flower in it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think it's shitting on it?
0: Well, yeah. Still going on. That's true. Sorry. You didn't stop anything. But it's his
1: flower. So is he shitting on it?
0: Um no. Okay. Maybe just talking about how pointless it was or I don't know.
1: Yeah, just just do it. That's that's my main takeaway from the song. Uh, I don't know.
0: Can't find it on um. it? No, I can't. Oh my god.
1: But I do like this song. I do like this song a lot. This might be this might be number one for me. I'm not really? sure. Uh, I like the way he sounds on this song in particular. I think it's different than every other song. The way he it does his vocals. It's not like screamy. It's not singy. It's like yeah. somewhere in the middle.
0: Kind of wailing mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: And uh, of course the intro is uh, kind of weird for the album a little bit. Um, I do like the line, um, where are we at here? When all I am is a stone that says the name I had and the years that I had been. Nah, I like that. Yeah. Very cool song. Does this song have the piano at the end?
0: Mm, I don't remember it if it does. Let me check. Okay. Check it out.
1: No, this has a cool breakdown. All right, let's go to number 11. Just Just as real.
0: real, Whoa, twins. But. But.
1: Not as brightly lit. We're a good good team, right?
0: Yeah, well, I thought I was stepping on you,
1: so (laughs) I backed up. And Keith says, your thoughts want you dead. Kill them first. So aggressive, Danny. What? So aggressive. Is it? Yeah. And why is that? What
0: is wrong with (laughs) it? I don't know. No, I'm just talking about the music of it. Like, the music, I can't stress this enough. I feel like it's what makes every time I die, every time I die.
1: Yeah, I would say that would be for any band it
0: makes the band. I don't know, it's just like, uh, Right. Some bands, you can read the lyrics and you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. But like, if you just look at the lyrics of Every Time I Die,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're just like, oh, okay, well, nothing speaks to me here. Then I hear it in that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy oh, shit, that's amazing.
1: Well, you can look at other lyrics and say that's so-and-so, but you can't look at Keith's lyrics and be like, that's Keith's lyrics. No. Really? I don't yeah. think anyone I mean, else is writing like this, especially got, in the heavy field. Um,
0: I would say Neil Fallon writes like that.
1: Clutch. Yeah, not quite as heavy. No, not heavy. A little heavy, more soulful, I, mean, like I would word, say.
0: The wordplay, though.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. Can you, can you imagine if those two wrote a song together? Yes. <laughs> I can't.
1: I mean, he had young Fallon on there, so maybe we'll get old Fallon. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. You, you don't even remember that Brian song, do you? I don't. That's crazy. It's a blur. It's very weird. Very weird doesn't seem right
0: it probably shouldn't have happened to be honest
1: uh so what's your takeaway for number 11 here oh man
0: my favorite part Uh is uh just where it goes crazy there for a minute i can't remember what part of the song it is it's towards the end um but it's just like the guitar is going crazy it just sounds like it do you know what i'm talking about right there Right. The oh, before now that one is okay. Hold on. I love
1: Andy. Um It's so dirty. So uh yeah, any meaning here for you really? Or? I don't
0: need a meaning. I just need the feeling. Give it back. Okay.
1: <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna go with just what Keith said based on the lyrics I'm reading. Cause he's hearing shit, uh, he thinks that he they're gonna get killed. I mean Well yeah, I he know, sounds think.
0: like he's schizophrenic.
1: Perhaps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh number twelve,
2: nineteen seventy seven. 19
1: 77 Very fast. Uh yeah, probably. Is it the fastest, or is it pedal, maybe? I don't know.
0: I don't think it's faster than pedal. Okay. No. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I think it's faster than pedal. Okay, good. Sorry, I'm tired. I'm going on like two fucking hours here.
1: Two hours of what? Potting. Oh, in one show.
0: (laughs) Straight, yeah. Yeah, we're an hour and 30 minutes in. Right. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Uh, So let's go through this song, 1977. Tell me about it. And what Keith said was, everything passes eventually.
0: I don't know. I just thought this was about like dropping a fucking bomb.
1: Really? Yeah. Because a new day will follow a nuclear blast? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of direct, you know? (laughs) Uh, Melt the glaciers inside my veins, thaw my eyes, crack the glaze, trapped under ice... Um, I don't know. No. This one I can't pick apart, really.
0: Um, I think it's also about like having no control, so just go with it.
1: Uh, because one if by land, two if by sea, life isn't ours, we are property of life. hmm hmm So take what you can, when you can, while you can.
0: Yeah, I'll be I'll be waiting with a suitcase, when the devil comes. Mm.
1: Yeah, I do like that too. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. He's too deep for me here. Yeah, it's over my dumb little head. Yeah. <laughs> Number thirteen, map change. So what do you think about number 13, Map Change?
0: It's a great wrap-up to the album.
1: It's a hell of a closer, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. Um, The way it opens up with the guitar, the tempo, they're playing that octave guitar chord, Mm Mm-hmm. and they're playing it fast. It gives the song this sense of urgency. And then it cuts into that right there, that uh, I guess it's the chorus, right?
1: Yeah. Which is a little odd for them, almost. Yeah. A chorus.
0: Well, I think it's awesome to close out because they didn't do that in the other songs.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it just sounds like a wrap-up to me.
1: Uh, Keith said, there are as many versions of reality as there are people to experience it. Do not expect anyone to suffer the horrors of yours with you, no matter how far your grief extends. It is yours alone. All men suffer alone. Should they?
0: No. No. no, But that is.
1: Um, So what do you think about this?
0: That part right there. Yeah. The outro, the guitar, the drums. It sounds like the earth the earth is splitting apart.
1: Uh, hell is not a myth. We both vacation there.
0: We spend each winter there. So he goes to Florida? Hell's Florida?
1: I think uh, Buffalo is hell because it's the winter.
0: Oh. So a cold hell, you say?
1: Yeah, cold hell.
0: Fair enough. So I mean, he, he only vacations in Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, I hate to say that I don't get it, but I don't get it. Because I know we're supposed to break this shit down, but this one. Yeah,
0: they're too smart for us.
1: Yeah. They are. Yeah. Thanks, Keith. So, what now? I got nothing. No? All right, so that's the end? That's the end. All right, you look like you're getting pissed off during, like, first session. Oh,
0: no, I'm just, I'm exhausted.
1: You're exhausted? Yeah. Why so tired, boy? i was
0: trying to understand this stuff.
1: It's making me <laughs> brain
2: hurt.
1: Made his brain tired. Yeah. All right, so I guess that was episode seven of Off the Tracks. This is Kyle's show. He should do the wrap-up.
0: I should, but you're doing a great job.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Um, Hopefully, we'll have some good album that we can really sink our teeth into next episode. Did you want to mention what that was?
0: No, we'll see. I haven't picked it yet.
1: I thought you wrote something down specifically that you were going to mention. I
0: don't know. We'll see.
1: Okay. Uh. Don't forget to check out the other shows, uh, part of the uh, hashtag Boar Brand, Boar Meets World on Thursdays, and Half Hour Haunts on Fridays. At Off the Tracks Pod, if you want to talk to us about the show or maybe suggest an album or some kind of shit like that. And BoarMerch.com for any shirts that you might want, or a coffee mug, or socks, or. Get that that Johnny Baboon shirt. Shorts. um, All that shit. And we'll see you next time. And I'll play this outro for you.